Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Point made. Point made. Point made. Ryan Windhorst is an NBA insider for ESPN. The NBA regular season is bearing down. We're excited in Memphis. He joins us now. Brian, appreciate the time. Before we get to the Grizzlies and the season preview and what it may look like, uh, a major story in the NBA last week as the video from Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole is leaked. Um, what are what are people inside the league saying about not just the incident, but but also the leaking of the video. Yeah, there's some nuance to this because um, fist fights in the NBA in practices have happened for decades, and they'll probably happen for decades more. And they are, of course, their own challenge. Just like there are many things that uh, affect a team internally that the public never gets to know about. Um, but because the video became public, it it changes the pressure that is now applied on the Warriors. The punch is no different, but now the pressure of how to deal with it publicly um, ramps up. And so in a strange way, and I mean, if you present it in a vacuum, it doesn't make sense. But in a strange way, the Warriors seem to be more angry about the video getting out than they are about Draymond doing it. And you know, when you just say it that way, it it sounds very difficult to explain. But Mm -hmm. when you understand how the NBA works, um, that's the the nature of the game. And and quite frankly, um, while I can't predict the future, the Warriors have been dealing with Draymond Green dust-ups for a decade. They have a whole, you know, and all of them are different to a certain extent, but all of them have also been managed. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and then you have the added layer on top of this, is that there's the money layer with Jordan Poole in the middle of contract negotiations, um, and I would think there's a good chance of him getting a deal by next week. So it's a very multifaceted deal. You would like to be able to just make like one strong statement about it, but that's not reality in the NBA. So I don't think it ultimately will affect the Warriors. What I think will be interesting is if Jordan Poole doesn't get a contract extension, um, the way this could be uh, brought up to them over the course of the year and become a thorn in their side. 
I mean, isn't it sort of, in, uh, you know, uh, symbolic, indicative of, of how the Warriors sort of view Draymond Green, just in the way that they did not react, you know, as Draymond Green walked up? Like, there was no rush to break that up. It almost looked like, you know, to your point, they've seen this a time or two from Draymond Green, and this feels like one of the first times maybe that, that it has stepped over that line. You know, it's hard to know we weren't there. Right. It's hard to know. I mean, I also think that it looked like there was instruction coming from a coach in the opposite direction, and so all the players were turned the opposite direction. I really think that, you know, you're going to parse the video down. You could, mm-hmm. you know, have a whole trial over it. I do know this. You can't punch another player a full-on punch like that, and so you've got to deal with that with the team. But, you know, <laughs> the team pretty much said, hey, we're not going to suspend them, or we're just going to deal with it internally. And it would have probably just moved on until the video came out. And then all of a sudden they had to deal with it again. And so, again, I think they're more, my feel is that they're more distressed about the video getting out. Also, mm-hmm. that, the, that the fight itself became public within, you know, an hour or two also distresses them. Um, and that's just, uh, again, the nature of pro sports. The, the strange thing about, about pro sports is this. If Draymond Green had punched a coach, or if he had punched a trainer, or if he had punched a security guard, the 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 way to deal with it would have been dramatically different, right? Mm-hmm. If he had punched somebody who was kind of a lower person on the totem pole, but because he punched another player, it's viewed differently. And I mean, again, that's just the nuance of uh, interteam NBA fight. Um, you know, uh, I think Adam Silver got you know, you know, roasted a few weeks ago when he was talking about Robert Sarver and he said the owners are treated differently than the employees. Um, he got roasted for saying that, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Of course it's true. Um, and it is also true that stars within teams and player-on-player um, fights get treated differently than if it was with, some, with uh, you know, other people in the organization. And that's just the reality. We're talking to Brian Windhorst, NBA insider for ESPN. Memphis Grizzlies coming off of a season in which they took the world by storm as a two seed. Not going to have Jaron, it sounds like, for the beginning of the season. It's it's an interesting sort of you know dynamic in Memphis as obviously they bring back Ja, give him all the money, um, a couple guys in, a couple guys out. What what are your personal expectations for the Grizzlies and and, and how they follow up what was one of the best regular seasons in the in the history of the franchise? Well, number one, the reason that they were so good during the regular season is that they defended. They, they started out defending poorly, and then they caught uh, their rhythm, and they became a great defensive team, and they became a great up-tempo team. You know, they were one of the most enjoyable teams to watch. That is why that they have all of a sudden gone to a television property because there's no way you could, you could watch the Grizzlies play and not say that that's an enjoyable brand of basketball. But the bedrock for why their record was so good last year was that they defended. And so, you know, defending is something that's hard to keep up. Um, you know, uh, so they have to retain that defensive identity. And that's on Taylor, that's on Taylor Jenkins. That's on Ja. That's on, you know, the, the guys who are becoming veterans. That's on Des Bain in a, in a year that we're all expecting him to take even a step further to continue to have that defensive intensity. The other thing is, um, you know, the Grizzlies have a full wallet, okay? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is they have 
all these draft assets and they have a couple of guys on their roster who are potentially ideal trade assets. And, you know, when you look at the Western Conference this year, um, the, the competition level is extremely intense. Um, the difference between the top seeds and the playing teams is going to be really narrow. And you have this. Um, with how good this draft is shaping up, it would not surprise me if some teams that start the season thinking that they're going to contend change their mind come December or January. And, you know, frankly, there's just not enough wins available. There's going to be teams mm-hmm. in both conferences that are going to get there and be like, wait a minute, we can't compete, or they're going to have an injury. Like, for example, look at the Chicago Bulls. You know, they got, they're going to miss Lonzo Ball for a huge chunk of this season. And look at the competition in the East. You know, do they get to, to January, and are they in ninth place? And they wonder, you yep. know, or to, are other teams we don't know. And the Grizzlies are sitting there with um, the full um, repertoire at their fingertips. Mm. And look, they've they've made it clear that they are not going to be they are not going to play through free agency. They they you know this front office has decided we're going to draft um, and we're going to trade, and they've drafted extraordinarily well. So I can see why they don't they did you know they've re- they've resisted um, uh, you know trading away picks. But, you know, you go pick up that pick for Melton, that extra Philly pick. Mm-hmm. You have all of your picks. Like you have, I mean, I'm not saying that they would want to trade Dylan Brooks, but you put Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. and Danny Green together. Now you've got a $21 million chunk just in expiring contracts um, and those picks. I mean, they are, uh, you know, their their payroll is under very much under control. I think they've got the third uh, lowest payroll. Of course, it's going to balloon next year when Jaws contract kicks in, but they're, they're not like worried about the luxury tax uh, right now. Um, you know, they are primed in my view to make a deal. Um, you know, they did, you know, they did have an expiring contract in Steven Adams that they took off the books mm-hmm. with their, with their decision to extend them. But, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, they still are a serious contender, uh, to, to do something now. Now look, uh, They've they've been very clear that they've wanted to build low and slow. So, you know, I'm not saying something that they probably feel they have to do, but I definitely think, you know, if and when there's a trade out there, I think the Grizzlies have to be on the short list of a team that's on the hunt for uh, for talent upgrades. Yeah, and we don't know we don't know yet in terms of who who that team might look like, but yeah, it makes total sense with Wimbanyama and how uh, ridiculous that hype train has gotten. That uh, yeah, you're going to see teams pivot mid season. If you injected the the rest of the league, Brian, with truth serum, and asked them, um, are the Grizzlies for real? Are they are they a two seed type of team every year? Can they be that? Is this and was this real? What do you think most of the league would say? <clears throat> uh, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, they just they played. <laughs> you know, their experience, their inexperience was right in your face. Um, last year in the postseason. I mean, and it was not unexpected. I mean, that's what you kind of expect mm-hmm. um, to see from a team, you know, that young. Uh, um, and so, you know, I think one of the things that has that has been a that you know people say about them is, you know, can they can they um, win close games? when they have to play playoff style basketball. And like look, when you you lose to the 
to the Warriors and you take them to six games, like that's a respectable loss. But it's also indication that you know you're not there yet. You know you've got to you've got to close that gap. You've got to learn from what happened in that series. Um, and so what you'd like to see is the Grizzlies step forward, and you know with that. And you know we'll have to see. I, I know that obviously you you have to be a big believer in Ja, and you have to like some of their other things, and you also have to be a big believer in the decisions that their front office uh, have been making. But, you know, my view all along is that the Grizzlies need um, sort of, they need to bring in a veteran leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have compared it, I have, I have compared it to like the Andre Iguodala trade that the, the Warriors made when they had a bunch of young guys and Iguodala was a big difference maker. Also, to a lesser extent, Bogut, when Andrew Bogut came in there. Mm. Um, I've compared it to when the, when the Pacers brought in David West, um, you know, when they had these young guys, like um, when Paul George and Roy Hibbert and those guys were young guys, they brought David West in, and he was this veteran presence um, who helped stabilize them, and they became much more potent uh, playoff-ready teams. Now, uh, you know the Grizzlies know their team better than I do. They have a better mind. They they have their their progress. But from the outside, I just feel like the Grizzlies need a, con- a consolidation deal. They need to take some of their assets and channel it into a player who can be super valuable in the playoffs. And you say, well, who's that player? You know, I- I'm sure they have a list, and mm-hmm. it's just a matter of whether they can find something like that to to work out. We're talking to Brian Windhorst, NBA insider for ESPN. On the other side, Brian, I, I got to tell you, I, I am buying the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm buying that James Harden is focused. I'm buying um, that, that P.J. Tucker and DeAnthony Melton are going to come in and give them a defensive edge. Uh, I, I like them a lot. Am I crazy for really believing James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers this time? Well, you didn't mention Tyrese Maxey, who's yeah. potentially, uh, you know, when you look in the Eastern Conference, some of these some of these guard sets in the Eastern Conference are like like really good. Like you look at what Atlanta's got going, you look at, at what Cleveland's got going, uh, you look at what Boston's got going. Um, you know, you look at what uh, depending on how you want to define Chris Middleton, you look at what Milwaukee's got going. Like eh, a lot of nights in the Eastern Conference, there's going to be major battles in the backcourt. And the Harden Maxi backcourt one two is going to be powerful, um, but you know they have, they have that you know they're going to have a lot of competition out there. You know, you know the Philly yeah. could have a great season mm-hmm. and have the four seed. Yeah. Um, but look, I voted for Embiid for MVP last year. Um, I am a big believer in what he can do at both ends of the court, and he has a team that is more suited to his talent than we've seen before. There should be floor spreading there that wasn't really always hasn't been there for him. He shouldn't have to feel the burden to be an offensive initiator at the end of games. I'm sorry to say, but he was last year. There were times where they needed a basket and the ball was in Embiid's hand at the top of the key. Go create us a basket. Um, and that's one of the reasons why they wanted to get Harden and why not having Ben Simmons, regardless of what you thought about him, like, it hurt not having a guy to create shots like that. So, you know, in theory, they should be really good. But when I say, when I look at their uh, their their outlook, 
when I say I can't predict it, it's it's more of a comment on the on the difficulty of the rest of the East than it is on them. The win total for the Los Angeles Lakers is forty four and a half. Um, and I, I don't know if you're a betting man, but if you were, is there a side on that that you actually like, Brian? I would sort of say that I would never make a, a, a season long bet on the Lakers because you will never get proper odds. Because even though there's betting in all these different states, the Vegas casinos still set a lot of the the, the lead lines, and uh, crazy Laker fans come into Vegas and make crazy bets, and so you'll never get a good price or a good bet on on the Lakers, especially if it's like a over under bet. They will always set the line higher than it should be because optimistic Laker fans will come in and put money down on the over. Now that's not what you asked me. Um, I think that having a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis is, you know, obviously a huge weapon. Uh, Kendrick Nunn has looked great for them in the preseason. He's had three high-impact, great shooting preseason games already, and that is absolute type of player that they need. But I look at their roster, and I see so many different players whose history is of poor outside shooting, and I just wonder how it's going to work. Um, all throughout the NBA, all these teams can shoot. Um, you've got to have shooting. You've got to have three-point efficiency in the NBA. And when you look at the way LeBron James has played throughout his career, he has been benefit. He's always benefited by having space, teams that generate space for him. And, you know, the Lakers don't have a space team. And, you know, so look, uh, look, I can't, I can't predict. I mean, maybe Russell Westbrook turns out to be like, competent shooting corner threes. I, I would bet against it, but I don't, you know, I can't rule it out. So I would say like, I don't love the Lakers outlook, but I have to admit that they have a set of circumstances that could align to make them competitive. I just don't foresee them again in a Western conference where there's like seven or eight teams who arguably have, you know, better put together rosters than them. Brian, man, you're the best. Always appreciate your time. Thank you. Have a great week, guys. Yep, he is Brian Windhorse. Uh, covers the NBA, NBA Insider for ESPN. Good stuff from him. Sort of setting up a, uh, you know, a potential big Grizzlies deal. Um, even though the Grizzlies will not be in play for Victor Wimbanyama, perhaps they will benefit right by him simply existing. And, and and what they've compiled over the years. Yeah. This is where it, you know, it, it makes sense, right? It makes a lot of sense. I would tank for him. I mean, I would do everything. If I'm oh, mid if you're to in that low, position, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you reevaluate your position to yeah. try to get a playoff. And there's other options to it, yep. two and three, if you don't get it. Well, hit. and look, here's the thing. Some some teams don't have a choice. Right. right? Yeah. So, some teams are just going to be bad. Like right. San Antonio is going to be bad. Utah. You, you can go down. Right. Uh, They're, you're just going to be right. bad. But but I think what he what he's pointing out, which is interesting, is what about the teams who have aspirations and ambitions coming into the season, right. but then the season starts, guys get hurt, what have you, doesn't go to plan. Okay, well now you're like, uh, who can we unload? 
right, to mm-hmm. really get some weight out of here and be as bad as we possibly can. Right. And that's where the, a team like the Grizzlies, who was on the other side of that, right. ideally, could benefit. So we talk about these, you know, this big deal, this big trade. I think there is no better catalyst to make that happen than, you know, Vic, and, and even Scoot Henderson, who, yeah, was a, who would be a number one pick yeah. in any other draft. That's right. Right? So it sets up a really intriguing year from that perspective. Anyway, thanks to Brian Winters for joining us. Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.